As we continue to read the Gospel of John and thinking about what has previously been written, we're going to see a contrast in the use of wine. So towards the end of the Gospel, we have the crucifixion of Jesus. And while Jesus was on the cross, he cries out, I'm thirsty. To be in desperate thirst, well, that was a sign of the cursing of God in the Old Testament. And when Jesus says this, listen to what the text says next. A jar full of sour wine stood there. So they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. And when Jesus received the sour wine, he said, It is finished, and bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Here's the one who took dirty foot water and transformed it into the best tasting wine at a wedding party. Why didn't he do this again? He could have done that, right? Well, even in his last breath, Jesus is preaching to us. Jesus was thirsty. He was cursed, and they gave him sour wine. Do you remember when Jesus was praying in the garden and he said, If it be possible, let this cup pass from me? Well, what cup? Well, wine not only represents joy in the Bible, but it also represents judgment. Bitter and sour wine, down to its dregs, represents the judgment of God. And Jesus was cursed for us, and he had to drink that cup of judgment. Jesus tasted the sour wine of death on our behalf so we could enjoy the good wine of life that only he provides through his resurrection. And so when Jesus says no to your timing and tactics, like he did with his own mother. He's not saying no to the revealing of his glory or your joy. He's saying, I have a better plan that will bring me glory in the way I desire, and it will bring you more joy than you could ever imagine. As you pray today, please remember Wael Dawir and his family are missionaries in Illinois. And also remember the Ukrainian LifeWord broadcast heard throughout Canada, USA, in the Ukraine.